the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. God is such an abundant father. He numbered the hairs on your head. He put the stars in the sky. I love God as father. I don't know if you have ever imagined him that way, but he wants to come into your life. He wants to be that abundant father, that good, good father that you've always needed. Or maybe you have a good father and he is just your heavenly father. So I hope you will enjoy this sermon series on abundant father. This father, he flew all the way to China two times to get his girls. He paid so much money to those adoption agencies so that he could get two daughters. His name was Bill Roth. And I think about that. I think about, wow, what a picture of the love of God to fly halfway around the world, to pick out two daughters, and to pay so much money, so much time, so much devotion and energy. That's a picture of our Heavenly Father. So maybe your father was in that first category. The second category is mediocre, uh, disinterested, unable to connect for whatever reason, hurtful or disappointing. Uh, That group, it's really hard to reflect about. It's hard to think about. Maybe abusive, maybe an alcoholic, maybe something that was so painful that it's hard to look back and think about it. But if we take the time to do that and ask God to heal our heart and to forgive us and to forgive him, it will help us to relate to God in heaven. I had a a youth student at our first youth group, and she was about to go to college, so she was a senior. And she would come by our house after school. Her father was wealthy, and she would come in her private school uniform because she'd just get out of school in her sports car. And I had a baby monitor so I could sit on the porch and meet with her while my kids would take a nap. And we would pray because she would just sit and cry on my porch. She would say, Jennifer, you just don't understand. My dad doesn't even know I exist. We have everything. But he, he never spends time with me. He doesn't even know who I am or what I like. And she was so disturbed by that that she had stopped eating. So she was anorexic. But we spent so much time together, and we prayed together, and we, we sought God. And I, I said, she said, you know, he doesn't even know God. He won't even go to church with me. But we prayed, and one day I said, Doyle, would you share Christ with him. Doyle, over time, got to know him, shared Christ with him, and he became an awesome Christian. And he made amazing changes in their family. 
He began to, to value his girls in a different way. He even found a place where they could all be together and make memories. And over time, she started to eat again. God healed her heart. It doesn't always work out that way. In her case, it worked out really awesome. But she had to take stock of that so that she could get to know her, earth, her heavenly father. The third group, this is the wonderful father. And I see so many of you out there tonight, loving, caring, awesome dads, <laughs> that I know how supportive you are, and I know how great that you are in your family's lives. And so this is a group that really pleases God because he's hoping that you will be a reflection of him so that your family and those around you will love him too. So this father, I have a great example of a wonderful father. His name was Casper Ten Boom. Casper Ten Boom lived during World War II, and his family had three generations of men who prayed for the Jewish people, and they prayed for Israel. If you've ever read the book, In My Father's House, it's a great read about Casper Ten Boom. So what Casper did, Casper would gather his family around the table, and they would memorize scripture. Casper would gather them around and they would pray and they had a piano and they would sing praise to God. But you know what else Casper did? Casper had foster children in his home. Casper had such a love for the fatherless and such a love for people that his daughter Corey would take care of the special needs children in their community. And I think about the fatherless in our communities and the, the dad's that are wonderful fathers, you are the ones that share that light and that hope of God. It's a treasure in our town. It's a treasure in our community because you're able to help other people to see the love of God the Father, your reflection of who he is in their lives. When Caspar Timboom was captured by the Nazis, he had been hiding Jews in his home. And they captured him, they put him in a concentration camp, and they said to him, he was immediately sick because he was elderly at this point. And they said, Casper, we will let you go home. We will let you out of the concentration camp. You should die with dignity. And he said, well, that's fine, but you need to know something. If I go home and a Jew knocks on my door, I will open that door to them. And so they said, then you can't go home. They put him in a medical center and he died 10 days later. But the strength... And the love that he had for Father God, he put that in his girls. It gave his daughter, Corey, the ability to go around the world. So it's a powerful thing when we think about our earthly dads, no matter where they were on the scale. And if we can go back and reflect and settle that in our heart, it will help us to make an exchange. And I want to show you what that is. Um, it, it was revolutionary for me. It's a transaction in your heart by the Holy Spirit. You just have to ask and acknowledge. You know, it says in Romans 10, 9, and 10, that if we confess with our mouth, right, believe in our heart that Jesus is Lord, we are saved. That's a supernatural transaction, right? When that happens, you, you say it out loud. Some things you can't think in your mind, you have to say it out loud. And that's one of those things. Well, there's another transaction that happens. There's several. If you think about it, when you're baptized in water, what's happening? You're saying to the world on the outside, this is what's happening on the inside of me. God is washing me. God is saving me, right? 
Well, the, the one that has to do with God as your father is so cool. It's so exciting. And I want to share that with you tonight. This is what it says in Romans. This shows you the transaction, okay? Two places. Romans 8, 14. It says, Because those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the Spirit, capital S, you realize that stands for Holy Spirit, Spirit of Sonship, and by Him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies within our spirit that we are God's children. Then we are heirs, heirs of God. You know, you might say, well, I have the wonderful father. Why do I need to make that transaction? My dad, he fixes everything. My dad, he pays for everything. I don't need to do that, right? No, you do. Because at some point, we have to see that we need to trust and rely on God. Because God is the most abundant father. And I, I have a friend who's quite, I hate to say it, spoiled, but because her earthly father is so incredibly awesome, she's never had to rely on her heavenly father. She's never made that exchange. And so even if you're in the third category, you want to make this exchange tonight. Let's look at Galatians 4, 6 to 7. You can tell for sure, this is the message, that you are now fully adopted as his own children Because God sent the spirit of his son into our lives, crying out, Papa, Father, doesn't that privilege of intimate conversation with God make it plain that you are not a slave, but a child? And if you are a child, you are also an heir with complete access to the inheritance. Wow, we have complete access to the abundance of God the Father. That's incredible. So how do I do that? I mean, Jennifer, really? Isn't the God of the universe a little bit too busy to care about little me? I mean, I would think God has a lot of things he needs to get done, right? Does he really care about the little things that I'm praying about? Does God, God the Father, the the creator of the world, he's the king of the universe, does he really care about me? Does he really want me as his kid? Yes. And this is how I know. In Hebrews 4.16, it says that we can approach the throne of God boldly in our time of need. And we can ask him for grace and mercy. So God wants us to come. God, God wants us to come boldly to his throne. He says, if my people will pray. Who's that? That's us. That's his babies. That's his kids. If we will pray. You know, when I see the world around, and it seems that we see these dark things, and we see difficult things happening in our nation, and I think, what what is God saying? God is saying, come, come to me. I'm your dad. I'm your wise dad, and I want to talk to you about this. We need to talk about this. This is really important. And and that's why we're going to do that tomorrow night at 4. Did you know, I, I have a friend she works with the Shy Fund, and that's the group that you all help to support at Christmas time. And what she does is she helps the, the Christians that have fled Iraq on that ISIS is pushing them out. So she sometimes talks to me, and, and we share news and different things. And what she said was that Mosul, Iraq, is modern-day Nineveh. Remember when Jonah went to Nineveh? Well, Mosul 
had the tomb of Jonah. Mosul had the tomb of Daniel. But ISIS has destroyed it. And now, even this week, they're trying to destroy prophet Nahum's tomb. Have you ever read the book of Nahum? It's so relevant. It's amazing to me how the Bible is so up to date. So they're threatening to destroy it. Christians and Jews for over 2,500 years have protected Nahum's tomb in Mosul. It's, it's, it's a little bit north of that. And I, th- I think about all these things that are happening, and it seems like everything's happening so fast in our world and so much stuff. What does God want? God wants us to come to him. He's the wise one. He's the one that we can talk to about these big, big matters. And he wants to talk to us about it. He wants us involved. You know, if you think about a child and they're holding their dad's neck, you know, those chubby little arms, and they're hanging on right here and they're snuggled on his shoulder, and maybe the dad is trying to get through a crowd, like after Red, White, and Boom or something, you're trying to get through a crowded parking lot, and, but that, that child's holding on to dad's neck, they're secure. They feel peace, and at that moment, they're not worried a bit about all the people running everywhere or the parking lot. They're thinking, I, I'm in my dad's arms. I don't know about you. I used to fake it. Did you do this to pretend you were asleep so your dad would have to carry you in, you know, one eye open, pretending you're asleep? Because that's how God the Father, he wants us to feel secure. He's our protector. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.